7am. This is your Feel Good Radio, Fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, today, Monday, the 18th of January, 2021. Lifted by Lighthouse Families, the song kickstarting things at this hour. Wale Bakar is my name. Great to know you're there. Uh, joining us this Monday morning, uh, Money Making Monday. Um, it's called So Many Things. Omae Miyadisu is with us this morning. Um, don't, they, don't they call Monday's Man Crush Monday as well? Or oh, motivational Monday. Yes. 
Oh, I should have known. <laughs> I was so bad about the money making one day. Anyway, um, as we head out to our places of work uh, this Monday morning, we wish you the very best. Uh, just a very quick word uh, for you know those of us who are the bosses at the offices, those of us who are the uh, employers of labor, entrepreneurs, um, general managers, directors, whatever, in any capacity that you're a boss, um, be nice to your subordinates as we start a new week. Uh, the fact that you had to go through a lot or struggled a lot to get to wherever you are don't mean that's how your subordinates have to go through the same. So, it presupposes, be nice to them, subordinates as well, be nice to your bosses, and let's have a very great workspace this week. It's a Monday. Let's take a look at the headlines on the National Dailies this morning, the 18th of January, 2021. It's freshly pressed this Monday morning. Morning to you once again. It's freshly pressed this Monday, the 18th of January 2021, on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abel thank you for joining us as we kickstart things uh, this week. Wally Bakar is my name. Uh, we're back to having a very full house. I'm Amy Adisoye. He's on the program this morning. Mr. Samson Akindele is with us this morning as well, as we will be taking a look at the headlines together. Good morning to you, sir. Hope you had a great weekend. Good morning. Um, weekend of rest, weekend of uh, rejuvenation. Thank God. Uh, Usually a weekend of rest, but then you travel a lot. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> if if you have that to eat, yeah. that should tell you why I'm describing uh-huh. this particular one as that of a rest. Okay, deserving one. Okay, nice. All right, the Punch, the Guardian, the Tribune, the Premium Times, the pen pushing newspapers. Those are the usual suspects. The options available to us this morning. Uh, we will very quickly take a look at those headlines and get talking in a moment. Remember at Fresh FM, Abelkota on Twitter. That's where you join the conversation as we go ahead this morning. We're live on Facebook, of course. You get to watch us live and drop your contributions via that avenue as well this morning. I'm taking a look at the headlines on the punch this morning very quickly. Storage facilities. Nigeria may waste 100,000 COVID-19 vaccine doses say experts uh, that is on the punch uh, this uh, morning don't disregard experts advice enemy tells federal government as schools resume is also on the punch uh, this morning nin national identification number federal government insists on wednesday deadline diplomats registration that's also on the punch this morning envoys list buhari posts ex-ministers to uk spain Eminicate to U.S. is right there on the punch. Senate kicks as Petroleum Ministry spends $98.4 million naira on flyers. Is another uh, on the punch this morning. Lagos landlords accuse police of protecting hoodlums while demolishing buildings. Is right there to look out for as well 
um, on the punch. The Premium Times uh, with some headlines as well this morning. 15 more people die of COVID-19 in Nigeria is on the Premium Times uh, this uh, morning. Uh, they also have the weekly review. They say as COVID-19 spreads further, Nigeria's weekly deaths increase uh, is on the Premium Times. May, um, bandits kill 80-year-old for others in Kaduna attacks. That's on the Premium Times as well. Then there's this very sad one. Jabril Martinskuya, former Minister of Commerce, is dead. It's on the Premium Times. That particular one is on the pen-pushing newspapers as well. Uh, this uh, morning, uh, the pen-pushing newspapers also reporting the sad person of uh, the former Minister of Commerce. Uh, the pen-pushing newspaper says Nigerian former Minister Jabril Martinskuya is dead. Uh, there's this other one. Three robbery suspects arrested in Ogun State. It's on the Pempushing newspapers. Fake Amotekun uniform tailor arrested. Also on the Pempushing newspapers. And then Lagos Ibarra Expressway to be ready December, says official. It's right on the Pempushing newspapers as well this morning. And on The Guardian this morning, unclaimed dividends, dormant account balances safer with government, says CAC. Ekiti earmarks 1.4 billion naira for Amotekun, 8 billion naira for social services. Please begin clampdown on vehicles with covered number plate. That is also on The Guardian this morning. And on the Nigerian Tribune this morning, schools resume amid COVID-19 spike. Nigeria records 1,444 new COVID-19 cases as total crosses 110,000 mark. You can't hide under subsidy to punish Nigerians. That is coming from the Labour Union. Nigeria recorded 70 COVID-19 deaths last week, highest in six months. That is also on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Well, we kickstart the week uh, with um, having to remind ourselves of the seriousness of the COVID-19 pandemic, just like um, she said the Tribune, uh, saying 80 people, 70, 70 people died uh, last week. As a result of the COVID yesterday, uh, 15 more were reported uh, by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control. Uh, the new cases reported uh, said 1,444 people contacted the virus, 110,387. Uh, that's the total number of infections in the country so far now. Well, uh, the uh, punch uh, with this report about uh, the school's reopening is also on the Tribune. It says, don't disregard experts' advice. NMA tells federal government as schools resume. That's on the punch this morning. The Nigeria Medical Association on Sunday advised federal and state governments against disregarding medical experts' advice on COVID-19. The NMA president, Professor Innocent Uja, stated this in a telephone interview with one of punch correspondents while commenting on government's decision to reopen schools beginning from Monday. That's today. Uja stated that although the association would not advise government not to reopen schools, he stated that authorities must ensure compliance with COVID-19 guidelines of the Nigeria Center for Disease Control. The experts spoke as coronavirus cases in the country uh, rose from 75,062 on December 17 to 118, 108,943 as of Sunday, January 17. See, uh, the number of cases, uh, that's about um, 33,000 cases. Uh, in about in one month. Also, during the same period, COVID nineteen deaths increased from one thousand two hundred to one thousand four hundred and twenty. That's an increase of two hundred and twenty. Addressing advising governments on the rising cases, 
The NMA president stated, what we are saying is that for schools to reopen, authorities must be prepared. We don't know how long COVID-19 will last for us to say schools should not reopen. But what we are saying is that they, that's the school authorities, must prepare to comply with the NCDC protocols of hand washing at several points, not just one point. It goes on and on. It's on the punch this morning. Uh, it's on uh, many of the dailies uh, this morning talking about school resumption amid the COVID-19 spike. Don't disregard experts' advice. NMA tells federal government as schools resume. Uh, that's on the punch this morning. There are some that have looked at today and say it's a very interesting day or crucial day as far as our fight against the COVID-19 pandemic is concerned because we know uh, what could be the fallout of schools reopening if we are not careful. And um, the NMA, they're saying now that there is the need, we can't say schools shouldn't reopen, but there is the need to obey all guidelines. And of course, these guidelines, uh, and washing especially, wearing of face masks and all this. And the big question on the lips of many is how prepared are schools, how available are these materials? Water, for example. I was talking to someone yesterday. Uh, we are talking about... Um, Abelkota, for example, and we know. Uh, I think the old waterworks, they say there's some uh, repair uh, going on. And um, even people around the water corporation, uh, the Arakonga, Komoje, Iberakudo, they've not even had water in weeks. And they begin to wonder how easy it is going to be uh, providing water for so many schools at this period. Well, it's, it's not feasible. I, I don't see them doing that. When I say them, I don't see government doing that. Um, it's it's not something they've been doing. So, except somebody declares a state of emergency and um, they want to divert every drop of water available to the schools, okay. then they will be able to do it. I, I, I think what I would rather, you know, um, say here is that the compliance with this all these non-medical procedures now rest squarely on the people themselves. Your kids are going to school today. How have you prepared him or her for the task ahead? The task of protecting himself and the family so that he does not come back you know, to the, to the house with the pandemic. What have you told him or her what education have you given? Don't say a child is, uh, maybe even if he's just four years old, three years old, they, they listen. And it also depends on what you've been doing with the procedures at home. When you come back from church, from market, are you, have you been washing your hands immediately you return, taking your bath? Have you been doing that? If you've not been doing that, then you are going to have problems with the kids. So the school... You know, the private school, yes, you can say they, they will make sure that they do that. Because if we go for another lockdown of schools, these private schools, the teachers, all of them, they, they go out of business. So they don't want to toy with that. But for the public school, where we have the majority of the people we are talking about, parents and students, it begins from home. Whether they are going to provide water in school or not, that. Uh, pocket size hand sanitizer. Let every child have it. Thank God it's not as expensive as when the the COVID thing Just came, came. You know, and now it's it's everywhere. You can mix it with um, um, 
spirit. uh, the spirits, you know, to give it some more bites, you know, so that it can work better. Because we are told that even the ones we are buying for bacteria, you know, but so you can do that for them. Put it in their pocket. Let them have at least two nose covers. And when you pass this instruction to the to, to, to the to the students, it will go with them to the schools. And when they go to their schools, you discover that some of them will even be teaching themselves, mm. you know, what to do, what not to do. Because I, I, I don't see the government doing that at, at, at this time. Look at it. The University Polytechnics are also opening up. <laughs> Dude, have they been having water before now? Will somebody also do that? You know, so if you want to protect yourself, you are a teacher, you are a lecturer, you are going back to school today. It begins with you. What the government will do or not do, if they do anything, let it be an addition. If you can provide water for yourself in your office as a lecturer, please do. Because there is nothing you can do. You are going to interact with these students. And you don't know what they are coming to the school with. And you can also not compare... Um, your body system in terms of immunity with any other person. So, do the right thing starting from you. Uh, very great that you mentioned immunity and um, I was going to say that especially for the uh, younger uh, younger kids, uh, mm. the secondary, primary especially, mm. uh, Kindergarten we too. also have, uh, there's, uh, it means a lot of things have to change even at home, not just yes. in school because yes. uh, we've spoken so much about how children, kids could uh, uh, be a bit stronger mm. with this virus but then they can affect the older ones yes so what it means is parents guardians <laughs> while you're at home you also have to increase the awareness level at home as well because you don't want your kids bringing this virus home and then you picking it up and then spreading it around the, the, like the governor of Lagos state said that um you know this this new well maybe second wave that they are calling it is more ambitious and you can tell from the demography now you now have kids coming down with mm. COVID more than it was. Mm. At least we got yeah, that information from Ibadan. We got from Lagos between ten and and fifteen, you know more are, are having it now. What is that telling us? Just confirming what the governor has said. That is more ambitious, more more vicious. So what we need to do now is not to begin to separate. Whether somebody is old or somebody is young, uh, whether you have strong immunity or not, the way this thing is going, people are now struggling to have even cylinders to themselves in Lagos. Mm. Some some people, we, we, I, I got a report of in, in some places where if your person is there, you have to make sure that you grease some palms so that you can have cylinders for your person so that he or she will not die. It's getting to that stage that the way it is, I don't know whether government will be able to cover out so much money the way they did in the first wave. And that's why, to tell you when they uh, they said that, look, people should start treating themselves at home. The money is diminishing. So, what would that do? Those that have been doing the tests privately, maybe they want to travel, they will tell you it's 60000 How many people can even afford that? So, it's for everybody to go back to their homes, and begin to enlighten themselves. Even at CDC level, you know, all this landlord association thing, when you have your meetings, begin to, you know, repeat it again. How, how, how do you control the community spread that we now have? You, people are still throwing parties. Yes, people will have parties. Schools are opening now because of the pressure on government that, look, you cannot lock up these kids 
for too long. They've lost so much already. The pressure is there. The NYC camp it also is, is going to be thrown open. You know, I think tomorrow. <clears throat> tomorrow. And the, the, there's a spike. Why are this why are we opening up at this time? We must open up because we just have to find a way of living with this thing. We can't shut down personal and national economy, indeed, the global economy forever. So that is what government is thinking about. And I'm saying that look, it's not about government as far as I'm concerned now, because they will do little to help you. You have a lot to do to help yourself. Well, um, speaking of, uh, well, do, as it stands, uh, the non-pharmaceutical measures, that's all we have, at least those of us who can't, you know, jet out to Dubai. And, to and, and it's, the best thing, it, it's the best thing we can have now. Mm. Because by the time it gets to the medical solutions, mm. it might be too late for some people. Mm. So now that you can just protect yourself, just do it. Well, speaking of the vaccines, storage facilities, Nigeria may waste 100,000 COVID-19 vaccine doses, say experts. Uh, that's on the punch as well uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the okay, um, virologists and other medical experts have warned that 100,000 doses of COVID-19 vaccine the country is expecting may become useless if proper arrangements are not made for their transportation and storage. The experts, including the uh, CEO of the Institute of Human Virology in Nigeria, Dr. Patrick Dakim, a medical virologist, Dr. Laiduk Bokolaole, a professor of virology at the University of Ibadan, David Olale, in separate interviews, advised government to ensure proper storage and transportation of the vaccine to achieve its desired results. The DG, Nigerian Institute of Medical Research, Professor Bobatunde Salako, had in an interview on Saturday said there was enough space to store the vaccine. Uh, oh, said there was no enough space to store the vaccine at the moment. He also said another major challenge will be how to transport the vaccine at the temperature of minus 70 degrees centigrade to rural areas. According to him, in future, Nigeria may need to buy other type of vaccines that do not require low temperature as Pfizer. I recall that the federal government two weeks ago said it was expecting 100,000 doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech coronavirus vaccine before the end of the month. The ED, that's executive director of the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency, Faisal Shuai, who disclosed this during the press conference of the PTF on COVID-19, said the country would later in the year receive 42 million free doses of COVID-19 uh, vaccines. Uh, well, the very interesting thing about this Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, at least that's what um, we're expecting to get uh, from, uh, what's it called? I think the Gavi arrangement that federal government continues to talk about. Uh, a number of people have raised questions about can we store at minus 70 degrees centigrade? Some have even advised that if it were left to us as a country, we should go for some other vaccines uh, that would be easier to store. Unfortunately for this one, uh, it is being given to us. Mm. And you know, uh, can we call us beggars? So, but we're, we're getting it. You can't have choice <laughs> when something is being given to you so you just take it now the question is because they are saying we can't we can't uh we can't um, store it we can't transport it question is can we do it and you don't understand if we can't do it then it's just going to amount to a waste that's why uh some of these experts are saying nigeria is just going to waste uh these vaccines that are coming in well a hundred thousand first off uh maybe the hundred thousand would give us an idea as to how well we can do with storage I, I, and transportation. I, I, I don't want to believe that um, those who will be in charge of this will will be that careless. Sometimes when you listen to them, they, mm. they even they suggest that 
at the moment, we don't have these things. The, the Minister of State for Health, uh, Dr. Lonnie Bramamura, was speaking last week, and he wasn't. The, he too acknowledged that we would have this. See, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Thank God that he's a medical doctor. So he knows what we have, he knows what we don't have, mm. and they will do well for this nation, for humanity, if they will bring this thing in in batches. You know, the, the kind of vaccination we are talking about is not the type we've been having. This is almost for the entire population. Not for polio vaccines that, okay, you can count the number of children and all that and you can bring them bits and pieces, refrigerate them and do that. What we have now, if it's, it's for even for what the minister said, we don't have the capacity for storage. So what do you do? Do you bring everything in at a time? You can bring them in in batches. As you as you as you are about to exhaust what you have in in, in the storage, you bring in more. That is that is possible. I am not an expert in that, but the experts are talking that look because we don't have that capacity, we have to be very very careful. And I and I hope those who will be in charge of this, it's it won't be the first time they've been storing vaccines. You know, in this country that are brought from abroad, so but they at this should temperature. know. Well, it, it doesn't matter. Mm. They, they have refrigerators. They have out where they keep these things. They 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 should be able to know one. If if we don't have, you, you can have their own built ref, refrigerators that can be put here and and they will store up these things. So let's let's leave that to the expert, hoping that they will do the right thing. Well, it's right there on the punch. As on many of the dailies, quite a number of things being said about the COVID-19 school resumption, vaccines and all. Uh, we'll take a very quick break. And, uh, well, uh, there's this, uh, there's the other issue of the national identification number. We'll get into it. And then there's that story, uh, the reaction from Labour on the Tribune this morning. We'll take a very quick pause. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Number 47, Olusha Gonshoba Aro. Okay, Lewo Abelta. Their WhatsApp number B 0818-900-8976. Telephone line 0802-387-5069 and 0818-900-8912. Website www.showoba.com.ng. On social media, Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Email SOWKLTD at yahoo.co.uk. Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Meguna go meet them today. Our friend Oliver is what you call a man with a huge appetite. Gigantic, actually. And if there's one phrase we have come to know Oliver for, it is this. More data, please. No matter what we offer him. More data, please. So, guess what we did? We heard Glow created new data plans for people like Oliver, and we got him exactly that. And guess what Oliver said? Excuse me, please, is this all for me? Only me? Now, Oliver certainly has more than enough data. 
all thanks to the Glow Mega Data Plans. With the longer validity you get on Glow Mega Data Plans, you can work from home with ease, run your business better, download non-stop, stream music and movies endlessly, learn online and share data with anyone. No worries. Get 225 gigabytes at 30,000 Naira for 30 days, 425 gigabytes at 50,000 Naira for 90 days and 1 terabyte at 100,000 Naira for a year. Dial star 777 hash now to start enjoying these mega plans. Glow Unlimited. Thank you for staying with us. It's Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abia Kuta. Uh, we'll keep talking this morning with this story on the Tribune. You can't hide under subsidy to punish Nigerians. That is coming from Labour. The organized Labour declared on Sunday that nobody should blackmail Nigerians again with the issue of subsidy on petroleum products, warning that the government should not hide under the guise of subsidy to punish Nigerians, further either in terms of power tariff or pump rights of petroleum products. Deputy President of the Nigeria Labour Congress, Comrade Joe Ajairo, expressed worry over the report that the federal government is subsidizing premium motor spirit, popularly referred to as petrol, to the tune of 1.5 billion naira. It stated that from the position of the organized labor and based on an earlier declaration by the federal government itself, there is no subsidy anywhere as far as petroleum price is concerned. Besides, he warned that if there is any further increase in prices of petroleum products that will affect the people, Nigerians would react, saying labor is not just reacting for reaction case. If there is an increase that will affect Nigerians, Nigerians will react. He added, we should not take the issue of labor in isolation because as at today, if you calculate power tariff and prices of petroleum products, you will discover that it is more than minimum wage. Comrade Ajairo pointed out that the agreement Labour had with the government during the recent negotiation was to stop subsidy and rather ensure that all the refineries in the country are working. The rest of that story is on the Nigerian Tribune this uh, morning. You know, uh, you begin to wonder where all these talks about subsidy came from because last week saw a number of reports on many of the dailies talking about subsidy. Uh, interestingly, uh, the Minister of Finance and National Planning... Uh, I think sometime last week as well, acknowledged that there was no uh, plans for subsidy in the current budget, uh, meaning we should forget whatever talks about subsidy. One problem is that there is, sometimes it appears like there's just no clarity as to what the real situation is. Remember there was a time government itself, uh, through the uh, Minister of State for Petroleum Resources, was saying, uh, yes, there's no subsidy but we still pay uh, to those that import some money. We still give them some allowance because if we allow them to uh, bear, all the, to bear all the costs, then the cost will be a lot more for Nigerians. And it's ju- it just appears, uh, is it that there's just no clarity as to what the situation is? Um, can you say on one day we didn't plan for subsidy, there's no such thing as subsidy, and then come out and say, well, there's still some cost we are bearing for the importers? 
I, I know that if if we need this information, we'll get it. If government is lying to us, uh, they cannot lie forever. Um, wherever our money has gone to, we will know. Uh, but for 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 the subsidy thing, I I, I think uh, there 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 can't be any smoke without fire. Labor, the labor union must have seen something. Um, they might not have seen it all. But they, they have they have their members who also work with all these government agencies, <coughs> NNPC and some other agencies like that in the in the downstream sector of the you know uh, the downstream sector of the petroleum industry. So um, even f- for for me, everything is not clear uh, because um, if if anybody is saying that there is subsidy, they really have to explain. A liter, how much are you really using as subsidy? And don't forget, in the past, what, what we had under President Gulo Jonathan that everybody poured to the street and, and protested was that they mismanaged the subsidy regime at that time. Because at that point, a lot of people were not even bringing the product here. Yet, they were getting, they, they, they were getting money from the federal government. This time around, these people in government, at that point, they were in the vanguard of that protest. Now, if they want to pay subsidy, they have to be clear, come out clearer than what we are getting. For now, it's still the labor union speaking. It's not in the budget for the year. So based on that logic, there is no subsidy. At least for this year. If they've spent one point something billion, maybe they spent it last year. What's in the budget? How did they you know get that money? If it's extra budgetary expenditure that they did, that's illegal. Not you know approved by the National Assembly. So let's wait and and get something clearer. You, you know, know, we we talk so much about government not coming out to um, give Nigerians information when they need it, telling mm. Nigerians what the true story is mm. and all. And there's been these negotiations going on between Labour and government for a while. Um, as mm-hmm. Labour itself uh, revealed so many things to Nigerians they as won't. far as these negotiations are concerned, maybe mm-hmm. because the negotiations are ongoing, but. Um, there are some Nigerians that believe that there are a lot more that, well, we don't know what the conversation is during the negotiations, mm. but there are a lot more that Labour should be uh, really pressuring government for. They spoke about getting the uh, refineries back on track, at least one or two of them, mm. which was uh, part of the things that was agreed upon uh, at the start of these negotiations. How far have we gone with that? Or even if we haven't gone so far, where are we as far as that is concerned? Those are some if of the are, questions. If you are trusting the labor unions to give you, you know, full information, to divulge everything, you are, you are going to stay on that road for a long time. Uh, because even Nigerians don't trust the labor unions. I'm saying it for a fact. And that's why it's been difficult even for them to lead Nigerians. You know, when, you know, issues like this come up, uh, the, the, the kind of negotiation they, they, they get into, I, I really don't know. If, if you really want to put a government on its toes, you, 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 you need to really do it the way you should do it. Not the back and forth thing that they do. When you, you, you want to go for uh, you want to declare industrial disputes you you take three steps forward you take four steps backward and why people are yearning to go with you 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 couldn't just do that 
you know, lead them. So it's 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 not I'm not taking their word for it. When when they say oh what the reaction you get that they, they are not they are reacting not just for reaction st- uh, sake. Let them take the action when they need to take it, or let, let them let them react the right way. They cannot react now because, like the question you asked, there are still some other things they cannot come out to tell Nigerians. Mm. What are those things? Why why are they dilly dallying on those things, or why are they keeping? You know some of this information to themselves. Like I said, you, you have your people in this petroleum sector. You have information. So if you whatever you know that is clear about this subsidy thing, call a press conference, release it to Nigeria now. Push the pressure on the government. Let them come and tell us the real issue that are involved. If they cannot say, then we now know that now you wash your hand clean. You don't know about whatever they are planning and. Nigerians will now know where to face. But the way it is now, a lot of people think that, look, they, 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 they work hand in gloves together and um, once they agree on some things, they move on. And, of course, when labor unions, when they visit uh, ministers, when they visit governors, when they are in Asurok and all that, you cannot tell, you know, whatever they have talked about is only what they tell you mm. when they are addressing the press that you get to hear. We are in it, but we still have to trust somebody. That is why we are discussing this. Who All can right. we trust now? The governor, sorry, the government or the labor union? The union people are part of us, but because they are also closer to people in government, they, they, they get a whole lot of more information, even mm. than, than some journalists could get, except if you really want to do some investigative journalism to unhead some of these things that are hidden. Well, um, just uh, let's uh, run along very quickly this uh, morning as we talk about the COVID-19 pandemic and the need to be safe and avoid crowded places. Um, there's this headline on the punch says, Nin federal government insists on Wednesday deadline a diplomat's registration is on the <laughs> point this morning. The federal government on Sunday insisted that the deadlines given for the registration of all subscriber identification modules to with valid national identity numbers were still in force. It also declared that the NIN was mandatory for diplomats who reside in Nigeria as well as for all other lawful residents across the country. Asked whether the federal government had eventually advised the Nigeria Communications Commission as regards the deadline for SIM registration with NIN, the Director of Public Affairs, NCC, Kechuku Adinde, uh, told Punch responded that nothing had changed. I remember on Thursday, uh, he had said that the entity was awaiting the advice of the federal government as regards uh, the stipulated deadlines. Uh, well, um, at the moment, uh, the deadline, I think Wednesday, is uh, for those that have um, national identification numbers already. Uh, and then for those who don't have to be later in February, February night, yes, uh, for those uh, who do not have. Uh, hopefully, uh, well, since this is situation, the advice is just uh, for those of us who will be <laughs> going to the <laughs> NIMC centers, find a way uh, to just protect yourself one way or the other. I'll just be safe. Interestingly, uh, Omemi was um, talking the other day. You were talking about how even some people with NIN have attempted to mm. link their, uh, their NIN with, with their SIMs, and some of they them haven't even worked out. From the service providers it, it won't work out if i i don't know the the size of their server or the capacity 
now that everybody is doing it at the same time, knowing the, the our situation in this country. And sorry, it's, it's very interesting how the yeah. so, um, providers are going to say dial star this this this, <laughs> and, <when laughs> you know, you and then you do it, they'll tell you uh, we'll let you know if it has exactly. successful, and then you don't let me know for so many weeks, and then every time I make a call, you're the one telling me dial star this this. I'm wondering. <laughs> I've done this. What's wrong with you people? In, in, in fact, they waste a lot of money when you, when you want to when you are the, the call set up mm. uh, with the information they give all the time you want to make a call. But well, we are we are in need. But seriously speaking, I I hope those who set the deadlines, I I I, I hope they are not going to go ahead to cut people off. If they try to do that. They are calling for another crisis because they, sh- they should even tell them, ask themselves or tell, tell us how many people have done this thing successfully. How many millions of people or maybe subscribers at least. It's for, first of all, for those who have phones, it's, at least. The NIN is to be linked with your SIM card. So if you don't have a phone, well, you shouldn't bother. So you are going to call people off from those dates with what we've been talking about even when a minister even said maybe they might have to suspend this whole thing because the, the, the time is, is not right. We are in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know where they are doing any kind of registration like this all over the world where people will just be jam-packed somewhere and they say they are doing registration. It, it's, it's not going to happen that way. So I, I'm waiting because uh, I think I might be part of those people that will be that whose lines will be cut off. So um, I don't know how I will react. And um, my reaction, of course, if they've cut me up already, yes. maybe I won't be able to react through the through telecommunication. I'll give you my phone. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe some other means. So they, but, they should not. They should not test the will of Nigeria. But it, it would be very interesting if eventually mm. um, an extension is given. And then you begin it's to not wonder, just an extension then, now. Or, or, or it is suspended. And then you begin to yeah. wonder, why have Nigerians go through all this in the first place? Why not just do whatever it is you want to do before now? It, it, they, they won't do it because all they, all they usually do is to react. They, they don't do anything proactively. They, they, they react all the time. Insecurity came. Suddenly somebody realized that, oh, ah, kidnappers, all this, they are using this, they are using that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since when? So how how come they they never realized that? And now you realize your own errors. You are pushing it to Nigerians to make them suffer. People are queuing up every day in the sun. If the rain should come early this year, of course, the rain will be part of it. Anyway, they are under the weather all the time. You know, harsh weather just to make sure that they, they correct your own errors. So... We are not saying people should not register. I'm not saying deadlines should not be given. But in the situation we find ourselves, I, this is not the right time. Some people say the, the right time will never be here. No, it's because we don't plan. If we plan very well, somebody will have seen that. Look, if you ask people to go to those places physically, this is what might happen. Now, we're, we're having a spike, you know, in, in, in the pandemic. And schools are opening up. So many businesses are back and all that. And this is the same time that you are, you are threatening. Because it, it's a threat to me. Right. So whether they, 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 they are talking about uh, 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 maybe uh, 
suspending it or not. The right thing is to do now is to suspend. Mm. Suspend it or find a way of extending how people can do it or give them other avenues. Mm. That, 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 that's a GSM company in Ibado where, you know, they now have NIN offices in those places. Mm. One, some of their staff are still collecting money, even within that premises. <laughs> and I have to tell one of the staff that, look, if, if the, the Wala comes, people will not talk about NIN. They will say so, so telecom, you know, doing this at this place. And I, I'm, I'm not sure if they are not doing it elsewhere like that. So who is addressing the extortion that is going on? Who is addressing, you know, even the risk that their own staff will be facing? So these are the, these, these are the, nobody is saying that we, we should not link whatever. But the time that you are doing it now is not right so that you go, you don't kill more people that, than you want to save. Well, uh, from the current deadline, for those of us that have, uh, for those of us that have uh, national identification numbers already, deadline is tomorrow, January nineteen. Uh, <laughs> I know you have like two sims, so they just cut off the two. <laughs> I know they probably cut off one of yours. No, uh, it's it's good. Well. It's good if they will start with people like us uh, uh, and and some other people because. Probably- we 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 will react. You probably cut off this to the and, and we'll so. be and we'll, of course <laughs> and we'll be and we'll be reacting on behalf of many other people mm. who do not Let's have the privilege, break. you know, that we have. So l- l- let them listen and listen well. I know for their staff they will have done this mm. for by themselves, but for us because we don't have that privilege, we will use the privilege we have, you know, to shout. Let's take a very quick break and get to take your tweets in a moment. Don't go anywhere. God be with you till we meet again. It is with sadness but profound gratitude and submission to the will of God that we announce the passing on to glory of our husband, father, grandfather, brother, friend, and mentor, Sir Dr. Olatunde Ayedun Agbato, who went home to be with his Lord and Maker on Thursday, January 7, 2021, at the age of 71. Sir Dr. Olatunde Ayedun Agbato was until his death the president of Animal Care Services Consult Nigeria Limited. May his gentle soul rest in the bosom of Almighty. Amen. Burial details will be announced by the family, management, and staff of Farm Support Services Limited announcer. Till we meet, till we meet. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this Monday morning. Just before we uh, get to your tweets and calls uh, this morning. Uh, the Pempishi newspapers uh, with this uh, reporters, Governor Abiodo Mons, Jubril Martin Square is on the Pempishi newspapers. Uh, there's also PDP, Lament Demise of Jubril Martin Square. Uh, very sad development uh, is on the Pempishi newspapers as well. Lagos Ibado Expressway to be ready December, says official. Uh, is another to look out for uh, via that avenue. 0815 Those are the numbers to call to talk to us. Hello, good morning. Oh, okay. Hello, good morning. Zane, what's going on? Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. 
National identification number. I think uh, on this program, if you are looking for the comedian of the year, is the minister of communication. I'm telling you, look, as of today, as of today, I can tell you that we have nothing less than 80 million subscribers of GSM that have not been registered as of today. So if they want to block the line, no problem. But me, Solomon, I will not pay compound. <laughs> you not pay a bribe. Re- yes. Mm-hmm. Bribe. To register. Mm. All, right. All right. I'm so sorry. Right. Right. Look, no matter <laughs> what you want to say, uh, the student that I resume today, there is no difference between school that I resume, public school that I resume today, and the national identification number, <laughs> number center. There is no difference. <laughs> All right, Mr. Solomon, we have to run. There's so many trying to talk to us. Mm. Yeah, what's the private teacher? They will support school to resume. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Something and uh, Sister Yen. So uh, I'm from Shagawili. Mm. Uh, I want to go straight to the school reopening. I think uh, government has done their part, you know, because we need to live on with this pandemic. You understand that? Uh, government has done their major part by reopening the school. I think it's the major uh, leftover now for the parents and the guidance, you understand that, to, you know, prepare themselves, I mean, prepare their kids, you know, to go to school with social distancing and the uh, non-pharmaceutical measure. I think that would be a better one. Most importantly, the NASU, I mean, the uh, Association of Students, mm. uh, government needs to arose to what they said. This is an opportunity to give them their own palliatives. They should do the needful. <laughs> yes, right. of course. Right, like well, now, they, they are prepared to go, but they need to do some certain things for them, right, which so is well. very, very appropriate. Good, All morning. Right. good morning. Thank you. Woodlums have looted palliatives, though. That's nothing. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Oh, Hello, good morning. Okay, we lost our call to try again. Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Hello. Yes, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yes. Yeah, my name is Smash. I'm calling from Lando. All right, talk to us. Yeah, since I want to keep in this morning's discussion, one, that NIM, NIM rider, mm. I register with one uh, communication, a being provider or something like that. They sent a message that my number has been given NIN. Okay. I said, oh, thank you. And later, they said, if they are unable to link it, which one do I take? You have to go then, to them. Second day, <laughs> concerning the resumption of today, let government hold the all head of uh, accounting or whatever happened so that yeah. You can take this matter seriously. Okay. It also depends on what the government has provided for them. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Good morning, Wallace. Yes, good morning. My name is Honorable Larry Jaji. I just calling from the People's Parliament in Lemon. God bless you, Wale. Uh, concerning this resumption of the thing, well, I think government has done its own part. Let's see what the parents are doing and making sure that 
before the children leave the house, they have, you know, their face masks, they have, if possible, personal sanitizers for them to be in the house. What about you? You know, sanitizing their hands. It's very, very important. Then on this end of the thing, I think government needs to be very careful. Cannot block people's lives just like that. So they can just <laughs> more things. They can block it too. To because a lot of people have not done this NIL of the thing. Honorable Jaji. Honorable Jaji. You know that in Nigeria, we like fire brigade. Police not supposed to be. Have you linked your? Have you linked your phone with your name? I was hoping to get to answer. No, no, no. The way the way he spoke is is one of us. One of you. Ah, he's one of us. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Salty. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday to you too. Uh, I agree with Solomon. What's your name? Where you calling us from? My name is Paul Udi. I'm okay. calling from Abokuta. Okay. I agree with Solomon this morning that this uh, communication uh, man that passed that order <laughs> to go and register a name within this short period is the comedian oh, of the yeah. year. <laughs> because you don't expect me. I have my number. I've been trying to do it online to link. Uh, they are this thing. They told me sending me something. I have to visit for why is it me at my age that I'll go and kill with the pandemic region everywhere? I'll go and kill. They want to kill me eh, for my children. Kill a day. Don't eh? you want to go to heaven? No, not yet. <laughs> Jesus has not come. Thank you very much. All right, we started. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we sorry. Very funny. But then, serious. At Fresh Affair, I built on Twitter. That's where you drop your contributions this morning. Uh, on some, very quick. Let's just take some of those tweets before we get back uh, to the calls this morning. Shagumbogi on Twitter, a lot of Nigerians still don't believe in the reality of the second wave of this COVID-19. Government still need to do more awareness not only on media houses but also street campaigns and rallies and should also impose fines on the violators of the safety rules edwin abayomi the government is just flying kite as far as subsidy is concerned shortly they will raise the pump price of petrol again and sadly there is nothing labor and anyone will do we are a resilient people and government knows this um, but Adamola says on storage and transportation of COVID-19 vaccines, Nigerian government ought to have mapped out the right strategy to avoid wastage. Cooling vans may help, but to achieve such a very low temperature is a great concern. On subsidy, they should come out straight. Akorede Camille says directly or indirectly, the responsibility to stay safe during this period of pandemic has been passed to the public. Parents should do whatever they can to protect their children as schools resume today. Arakunri Ari Yibi Olakunle, parents and guardians should take full responsibility of their wards as they resume back to school amid COVID-19 scourge. Ayotoyimbo Adeshino Olustrings Labor Union was entrusted with the course of the commoners' deliverance in this country. Politicians saw this and they polluted it with corruption. Now it has failed woefully. On NIN, let them block us. It's a good feel for another <laughs> protest. <laughs> No. Um, <laughs> Mr. Beast says, please, if they like, let them block my line because I can't pay any money for NIN. I went there and I was told to pay 2000 to collect number to do the registration. I'm sure that's not the uh, NIMC asking you to pay. It's probably somebody saying, pay this money, let us write your name for you. If they like, let them block my line. I don't care. 
Accurate Camille says, like the data has been extended already. If not, many of us are in the show. <laughs> then go block lines tire. A <laughs> uh, bunch of Q at NI office for registration and there's COVID 19 pandemic in this country called Nigeria. Now, wow, who is whining woo? <laughs> Papi on Twitter. Hello, good morning to you. Let's just squeeze in some calls. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Kyle D. From good morning. Talk good to morning. us. Good morning. Thank you very much. <laughs> very uh, spirited and emotional submission. Thank you very much. We'd have to leave it there uh, this morning. Uh, well, uh, we'd have to wait and find out whether there will be any developments as far as this uh, national education number thing uh, is uh, concerned. But at the moment, the deadlines for those who have needs tomorrow. January 19, and for those who don't have later in February. That's the program this morning. Secondary, thank you for your views this morning. Thank you for having me. Again, parents and guardians, please take care of your children as they go to school from today. That is what we need to do now. God bless Nigeria. Thank you for being a part of the program. My name is Omoyemi Adisoy. Stay safe. 
Good morning. That's the program. Wally Bakar is morning. Bye for now. City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel good music. Ni Ola no 